Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. So this is a part two. I recorded this episode all in one go and it got to be a little long, so I split it in two. So if you haven't already, head back to our last episode to listen to part one. And here, my friends, is part two. And that's where things get a little bit tricky because some people believe that Paul actually wrote a total of four letters to the believers in Corinth. A first letter that we don't have, some people think was a thing (laughs) based on a comment he made in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. And then now again, people believe that he wrote a sorrowful letter that Paul talked about here in verse 4 that we just heard right? That he wrote to them out of affliction and anguish of the heart. And he said, it's not to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant love that I have for you. And so all of this to say, we don't have a crystal clear picture of exactly what went down between Paul and the church and the believers at Corinth. We know that he was there to found this church and he stayed with them. He lived with them for a year and a half on his second missionary journey. And we know that he also visited them on his third missionary journey as well. And we know we have in writing the two letters and kind of this idea that maybe there were a few more. So I just want to be honest with you that there are things that we don't know, and I hope that wasn't too confusing for you, but I think it is really important to look at historically what we do know to be true and also to be realistic and to be honest about the things that we don't know as well. But let's spend a little bit of time after all of that. Thank you for for bogging through that with me. (laughs) I hope it was clear enough. Um, But let's look at some of the things he says that are so beautiful. First of all, that last verse, verse 4, that we were just talking about, saying, I wrote to you, you know, with anguish and affliction, not to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant love that I have for you. And I think sometimes it's important for us to realize that love isn't always easy and love doesn't always look easy. It doesn't always look good. For example, when when we need to um, have a healthy conflict with someone, that conflict may be out of love, even though a conflict on the surface, superficial level, oh, that doesn't look very loving. That doesn't look very good. That doesn't look easy. Well, it's not. <laughs> it's not easy to do, but it certainly is loving. And it certainly is good to have these healthy conflict resolution, you know, areas where we want to work through things together. That certainly is good and it certainly is loving, even though it's not easy, but sometimes it doesn't always look loving. And I love that Paul lets them know that here. You know, it wasn't to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant, the overflowing love that I have for you. And the other verse I wanted to circle back to was verse 24. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with you for your joy, for you to stand firm in your faith. And I I think that is such a beautiful view that teachers of anything, (laughs) anything can take, but especially teachers and mentors in God's word, that we shouldn't be prideful. We should check ourselves. We shouldn't be arrogant in how much we know. 
we shouldn't be allowing that to puff ourselves up that we know more than this person over here. No, we should work with other people for their joy, for them to stand firm in the faith. We should be pouring into them, helping them feel empowered and strong instead of using our knowledge as a way to fakely empower ourselves. Does that make sense? Like we don't want to be empowered because of our knowledge, but because of our God. And in that way, we can also empower other people as we are working with them, not over them, not greater than them, not bigger than them, but but working with them together to learn together, to teach them together as we are growing in that way so that joy and, and security and a firm foundation for our faith can be worked at and grown together in that sense. So thanks for bogging through that with me. I know it was a lot, but um, our God is always good and he is not a God of confusion, even though sometimes we can be a little confused by his word and the things we don't know, but we can rest knowing that our God is a God of joy, our God is a God of goodness, and our God is a God who loves you. So I'll see you in our next episode.